Hey. Hey, hey. my dude. Christ, mm. Christmas. How do you pronounce this again? Your name? It's Christ. Christmastein. Ah. We are the one Jewish family in all of Germany that celebrates uh, the birth of Christ. My goodness. That sounds risky. Uh, so every year we put up a cross and mm-hmm. we throw rocks at it. Mm. Well, you know, you did kill Jesus, so it is something to celebrate. My great, 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 great grandmother threw a shekel right in that fuck face's eye. Wow, that's impressive. She had a good toss. It's in the Torah. Her name was. My great, 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 great grandmother was hanged for witchcraft. Is that real? Yes. Have you oh, read the cool. Crucible? Um, I played uh, Goody Housewife, Goody, whatever the good one of the all, goodies. They were all goodies. Did you I really? was Goody. I was Goody Smith in in a elementary school version oh. of the Crucible. So it was like Shakespeare with the men playing the women's roles. Yep, and Satan was played by our teacher's dog Rufus. The, the, I don't think there's a Satan in the Crucible. They wrote a Satan into it. It was very controversial. Well, anyway, all those people are those names. Those are all real people who existed in Salem, and Rebecca Nurse is one of the characters, and she was also a real person. She was also my 27th grandmother on my mom's side. And Holy shit. And she, uh, she was hanged for witchcraft. Well, she shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going to do witchcraft in Salem during the witch hunt, don't fucking do witchcraft, or you're going to get... I mean, I think the right? biggest regret in that story is that they didn't kill her before she procreated. I know, because then uh, it would just be the two of you. linked you out. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they kill her kids? Why didn't they kill the kids of the witches? Yeah. Wouldn't I would think that that would be a well, thing, or is that just too brutal in the eyes of the Puritan lord? I don't know. From what I understand, she had a lot of children, but then she, she also lo- lost a lot of children. Like, a lot of them died. You know, a lot of babies. And she ate a couple? She ate a couple. She was a witch, yeah. So, uh, obviously, she had offspring that survived, but she ended up taking care of a lot. She was kind of like the, the the neighborhood mother. Like, she helped care for a lot of uh, children, I guess. Maybe she was the, the babysitter. I don't know. I mean, that's how you get yourself into accused of witchcraft is right. by, yeah. you know, hanging out with other people's kids. Exactly. Yep. A little too much. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away from other people's kids. Stay away from your own kids. Stay away Don't from even get kids near in general. I mean, if you already got them, I guess keep them. Eat them, I guess. Or eat them. No, yeah. Times are tough. I mean, I think. Was that Jonathan Swift tough. who suggested we eat our children? It was irony. Sounds right. Yeah. It was irony. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of people say that the young eat the old. Mm-hmm. And then some people say eat the rich. Bart Simpson said eat my shorts. He did. That's true. I just made my wife a turkey sandwich that she is now eating. See that? Wow. Full circle. Was that full circle? Conveyance of an idea. Something. This is why the internet's important. Yeah. So three fucking assholes can talk to 300 other assholes about shit that don't fucking matter. Isn't it great? It's really generous. Oh, you think with 300 people listen to us? Absolutely. (laughs) I Look, you have to actualize your shit, man. You know what I mean? I do, I do have a See vision it, board dream for it, us. Be oh. it, do it, know it, caress it, 
hug it, push it back too much, bring it in, yeah. talk to it sternly, mm-hmm. give it some food. Right. Take it to Six Flags. Sure, it's their birthday. Don't spoil it. They don't need the big drink. Right, get, but, get the 44 ounce, not right. the 68. Get the 44 ounce. Yeah. Then ground it, then unground it, mm-hmm. then watch a movie with it, and it will become the thing. You got to raise it right. Who needs Dr. Spock when you've got Zach? Right. No, Christ, Christmastine. Christ, Christmas, Christmas. No. Okay. No, it's pretty easy. It's, it's Christmas with the word I Steen mean, on German the end. I a German Jew. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's a lot of accents there to, to work out. There is. There's a lot of hard consonants. Yeah. But for those of you who are listening, those 300 of you, uh, we use a Squadcast to record our, uh, to virtually meet and gather to record this podcast until COVID is over and we can meet back in the studio again someday. It's like Zoom. You type your name in, you create a, a name, a username. And uh, today, Zach is Chris Chris Mastine. Did I, did I say mm, it right? Mm. It, was, it was good. It was if you forgot the umlau over the s. There isn't an well. There's a there's a couple things wrong with that. So Zach, today I saw I saw you briefly. I was going into the office and you were coming out. Were you going to lunch or were we, you just taking the day off? I was. Well, no, no, I was going to lunch and uh, I was listening mm-hmm. to the Grumpy Cat oh. episode. I thought it was hilarious. It wasn't bad, huh? You know? For, for it how wasn't... often through that episode you said this is our worst episode ever, and Rachel right. kept saying it was I don't know if I ever said those words. Well, I, know, I don't think I said those words. You, but, you maligned it a little yeah. bit, but did you like your jingles, Jangle so, song? So, that's, I was getting to that. Mm. For the interludes for the rest of the season up 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 through i guess 50 okay right we'll say we'll do it through 50 i want that to be the interlude music you got it please and thank you you're very welcome i'm so pleased Uh, i enjoyed it quite a bit good it was fun hey i said what's that wait uh okay so yeah it's a bird a toucan with holding a a baby (laughs) boy in his mouth a toucan toucan. it's on a bicycle this Yes. Steph, you're pretty close. I got, well, I got this the bicycle is, This is the pedophile pelican riding the peloton. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, it's a draft. It's no, a draft. I, so right. I love where Don't it's going. It. That's fucking great. Are you going to put the yard sign that some, some municipalities make pedophiles do? That says a sex offender lives here. Well, Zach, that's fucking stupid. He's not riding his fucking Peloton out in his fucking front yard. They are so very you, expensive. You couldn't right. see the sign. <laughs> You'd have it in you, his fucking house. You ride house. that thing around your house inside. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can you put? Can you make him wearing a shirt that says the the I'm with stupid shirt, but the I'm with stupid is smaller and it's just down by his belly, so it can point at someone shorter. You know, like a child uh. size. I mean, that would be a little bit hard to get in with his wings. I could right, try. Fuck but, me, I guess. This yeah. is why yeah. I failed graphics art college. Yeah. Graphics yeah. art the, college. Graphics <laughs> art. I, I went to the well, that, Vermont. That, that was your problem. The <laughs> Vermont, Texas oh. School of graphics, graphics Art. Vermont, Texas, deep in West Texas. Don't look for it. It's not the there anymore. The funny thing is, though, is that you got into PA school twice and Rachel didn't. Several times. Yes. I know how fucking horrible how do you weird. think I feel about myself? I am a particular asshole. PA. Speaking of uh, school, speaking of particular assholes, we're a lifeline. <laughs> we're a podcast uh, about lifetime movies with wine. And, uh, and Stephanie's drinking out my dead grandmother's glasses oh, right now. So by the way, I 
am spiritually Stephanie. Ooh, oh, oh. That's only because you get to go first. Um, I'm sloppy seconds, Rachel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, I, I will. Uh, you can always go, you can go first if you want, because the past few times I've actually forgotten that part of the intro and you've introduced yourself. And yeah. next time you'll be inconsistent, Stephanie. There you go. These uh, these are great glasses. I broke the first one last week. Isn't that great? That's a record for me. I only broke one after years. It's been how many Are years? Are you known for, I guess the Greeks do break a lot of stuff. Oppa. You just Oppa. throw stuff away. I mean, it's, yeah, it wasn't right? on purpose. The Greeks do it uh. on purpose. And so do the Jews. They step on it at the weddings. So I just I just want to go ahead and put this in here. Um, when my grandmother died, uh, she had a lot of stuff. Uh, my grandmother was a... Uh, like a very clean, you know, particular woman. And so many of her things were from from the days of yore because she had taken really good care of them. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that some of the furniture and aesthetics were no longer popular. We couldn't even get, like, Habitat for Humanity to take them. Huh. But you know who willingly took a lot of her stuff? Stephanie. Yeah, right. Me. Actually, no, Stephanie got all of her, like, really cute stuff. Yeah. My grandmother actually did have some really good retro stuff that Absolutely. I, couldn't, I couldn't wait for her to die so I could give it to Steph. Huh. My grandmother was lovely. I actually loved my grandmother. Yeah, yeah, I, figured, yeah. I figured you were just... <laughs> I still have some clothes of hers that I'm, I, uh, I'm going to ha- alter because she was oh, so yeah. much taller than me, so a lot of it's too big. She so. wasn't. Oh, really? Well, Maybe. the dresses were, the dresses are, like, way too long, so. Well, she shrunk oh, really? in yeah, her age, Yeah, she I did. Assume. I mean, but, but I think she was only 5'3". Hmm. Um, at her tallest. That's six inches taller than Stephanie. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's really true. That's true. Uh, what are you talking about? But she was, she probably was a little bit more rotund than you mm. ever were. Um, yeah, because that's what grandmas are supposed to be. Yeah. A little, she was never fat, but she was, you know, nice grandma. They're nice grandma fluff on her. Grandma sausages. My my yeah. mother is, is Stephanie's size. Aw. She's like 5'1 she's like or 5'2, but she's teeny, teeny, yeah. tiny, little frail, little bird. We're, we're pocket sized. So, Zach, I owe you something that I actually oh. owed you last episode that I did not give. I believe it was Grumpy Cat. Where you I'm said... I'm making sure nobody's... I'm making sure nobody's coming to, like, stab me. This is like a real godfather yeah. moment. I owed you something <laughs> last thing. All of a sudden, somebody you. comes out... Wah! Yeah. <laughs> you asked me for the, the, the scene... I did. ...in planes, trains, oh and automobiles. So, I just want to provide that to you real quick, because I completely fell through last week, and I apologize. You did, and I didn't call you out, probably because I was drunk and forgot. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, uh, I believe it was Grumpy Cat where... uh, It was. I heard it today and remembered, and I was like, you bitch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So the scene in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles where Steve Martin, if you haven't seen the movie, just go see it. It's the best holiday movie ever. It's one of my favorite movies ever. So you're playing the part of Steve Martin, cursing out what's her name? What's her name from uh, Ferris Bueller? And I I could do both parts because I presume you don't have the the script in front of you or anything. I don't. I don't. I wish I did because I, I, I can't do her voice. Welcome to Marathon. Uh, May I help you? You got to be really yeah. north. Well, see, I'm from Chicago, so, you know, I, oh, you I, can got, do the, it. I got the voice, you know. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm All ready. Right? <sighs> she's she's on the phone talking to her family for Thanksgiving, talking about turkeys, and she's like, gobble, gobble, and Steve Martin is pissed. Yeah. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheek. 
Then give me a fucking automobile. A fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I don't care for the way you're speaking to me. I don't care for the way your company left me in fucking nowhere with keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. I didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking hallway across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, what? You're fucked. <laughs> best, uh, best scene out of every movie, any movie ever, honestly. Because the lead up, he has taken so much fucking shit. He has. Leading up to this. Yeah. And he just, and it's Steve Martin, mm. right? And so for the younger crowd, you have to realize, oh, well, literally every movie he's ever made before this, he, I don't even think he's barely said bullshit or hot this damn. This was a departure you, you for know what him because I mean? he was always goofy and the jerk and right. the goofiness. And it's just for this, it's not the whole movie if you've never seen it. It's this one scene where America's wacky comedic genius sweetheart of the 80s mm-hmm. loses it on this well, woman. Well, he's anal retentive throughout the, the characters yeah. is, is completely yeah. 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 It's uh so good. That was great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Just for you. You were you nailed her voice really well. Really, the Steve Martin voice was really wasn't good. perfect, but I think it's the lack of testosterone and uh neck depth. Uh he's an American treasure. He really is. I love that man. Um, he's not. He's not secretly Canadian, right? He's no, not no. one of those people that moved from, from Canada in the from, '60s and we forgot, like Neil Young. No, he's from California. Yeah. Okay. He's a good old, good old fashioned American boy. That's great. Uh, speaking of good old fashioned American boys, not really. Uh, make sure you check out last week's episode where we discussed mistletoe and menorahs from 2019. Good old fashioned American boy in it. Sure, Jewish American Chicago boy. Chicago is an American yeah. city, and it takes place in Chicago. Yes, uh, it's uh, a story about a woman who must somehow, somehow learn all about Hanukkah in only eight days. How will she do it? We don't know. We There's, don't think we figured figure it out. out. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a 30-year-old person no. that lives in a major metropolitan like city. It's like people. never heard of Judaism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight up never heard of it. Oh, speaking of which, can you see here? Can you see this shirt? I'm wearing a special shirt tonight. I don't know if you can see it. Is that Charlie Sheen in love with Charlie Sheen? What is no, going on here? That is that is Justin Kirk. Uh, there's a story behind this. So back when I was my friend Jacob, who Rachel, I think you've met him. I don't think I've ever actually met him in person. Ray has, okay. but I don't think I have. Well, we were we're we are good friends. We also were roommates for a while. And when uh, when I first discovered Justin Kirk in Weeds. Jacob and I were like girlfriends and would text all the time. And I'd be like, oh, Justin Kirk's so hot. Uh, he's like, yeah. Is he so hot that you'd let him shit on your chest? I was like, yeah. And so it became oh. this whole thing okay. where, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somehow it evolved into him making this T-shirt for me where it's it's a picture of Justin Kirk, but it's two of them, like, arched, like, next to each other. And it says, Double Andy All the Way, which is his character's name in Weeds, which I oh. think comes from Double Rainbow. I don't know how it evolved to that i think it's great that really puts me in the spirit of things oh well before that though we've got a listener email oh um, that puts me in the spirit for listening that is a great that was a great <laughs> fucking segue though let's do that again thanks 
It's from our friend Ada, and Uh she, you're always so scared of Ada. You're so terrified of her, but she loves you. I think that's why. She's your number one fan. I'm always afraid that I'm going to disappoint her, I think is what it is. Or that she's going to murder you. I think you're also afraid of that sometimes. I told you, I never told everybody in America that listens to us that I am constantly ready to be murdered. And that's why I've never been murdered. That you know of. Yeah, that you know of. Oh, are we talking to Zach's spirit? Damn, it's such a good segue and I can't use it yet. So many good segues. Anyway. Save them up and we'll do them all. And and it won't make any sense. Ada, she says, I would like to hear the story of how Stephanie and Rachel met. Being an Austin transplant myself, I met Steph through Rachel, who I met through Jill, who I met through Jason, but I've never heard the story of how our two illustrious hosts met. Please and thank you. And then she also followed up with, I've been meaning to ask, what's the opening theme song for the podcast, and is there a name for it? I gave her a brief explanation of that. Um, that it's just Zach's cats walking around on the piano together? Yeah, it just yes, happened to work exactly. out to be yeah. super mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes. Yeah. yeah, They know jazz chords. <laughs> well, every cat well, knows cats. jazz chords. Yeah. The thing is, they only know jazz chords. They can't even play chopsticks. They're just like, I, I can do Thelonious Monk or nothing. It, there are no chords in jazz. Come on, we've talked about this. Jazz is awful. There absolutely is chords I'm in joking. jazz. I'm joking, oh my god. Oh, okay. So, Only chords you want to hang yourself with. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jesus good. Christ. I really fucking hate jazz. That's really or, good. Or strap to your arm so you can shoot uh, up that sweet, yeah. sweet horse, baby. Can you think about what if there was jazz and somehow mixed with impressionist art? That's how I feel. I feel like they are mixed. They're just, like, yeah. That sounds both, awesome. They're, I mean, they are basically one of the same. I think they're a lot just of jazz a clusterfuck of things running together. impressionist art. Uh, yeah. You know, there's some really wild cats out there that you're like, is that even music? But I it's like... Like their rise to popularity is. was also at the same time, right? Like It doesn't have to be structure and melody all the fucking time. It can be sonic exploration, man. And you, right? can, you can put tubes of paint on the floor and then just jump on them and shoot no. them at a canvas no. and then call it art. I mean, no, well, that's not impressionist though. That's, absolutely- I mean, it basically is. It's a little bit more organized than that. Yeah. Impressionism. It, uh, what is the deal with the pastels? Like, I am so, so ugly. S- spirited by our talk on art. Did I not do it right? Well, Steph and I have to talk about how we met. Yeah, thanks for the oh, email, right. Ada. I hope that answered your questions. We forgot about yeah. you. It was a, seconds. It took it, seconds. It was a, uh, a drug-fueled orgy. Yes. We... Yeah. That's much better than the actual story, yes. We both reached for the it. can of Vaseline at the same time. And yeah, we needed we ointments. Like, oh. We were out <laughs> of antibiotics, <laughs> so we reached for ointments. Yeah. <laughs> antibiotics already? Anti- yeah. One of the most important parts... I was going to say, one of the most important parts of an orgy. Most people don't realize that, but antibiotics are essential yeah. at an orgy. I was going to say... Especially drug-fueled. If you use... And Ada, we'll get back to the story in a second, Eventually. but I gotta know this. If you use antibiotics as a lubricant, did you think it gives you some next Nobody layer said it. I don't of think that's protection? Even possible. No. Like you'd have Nobody to crush it up it. and then add it to Vaseline? No. I don't know. Well, like, well um, I was thinking of Neosporin, but that Neosporin. stuff like, gets... Like, that would actually be anti-lubricant. Like the way that... Mm. Well, no, I guess Neosporin... No, the gel. Use yeah, the gel. Neo- Come on, Neosporin, Rachel. yeah, could, does actually have petroleum in it. 
Right. But no, I'm saying, do would that, that like ever. give you an extra layer of protection? No. Like plus a condom. I don't think so. You know? Don't try it. I don't okay, know. Okay, that's why it I'm asking. Good, I'm asking the questions. I mean, I haven't. I don't I'm know. I'm finding the avenues. He's like Dinosaur. <laughs> wink, He's wink, asking the. If you will. Wait, Dinosaur was a, a singer, right? Yeah. Uh, who's the yeah. a reporter? Diane Keaton. Diane Lang. Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. Thank you. I'm asking the tough. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are you just? I don't know what she sounds like, but I think I don't know what she sounds like. I mean, does she sound like the Queen? The Queen of England? I. I don't. Oh, Queen! I thought you were saying Crane, and I was the like, the Queen of England? What the hell is the Crane? Are you there? Take off me crown and give my beard a tussle if you know what I mean. Oh God. <laughs> What 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 happens if you give her beard a tussle? Oh, you know it gets a little sticky in the wicket, eh? There's a bit of cream in me bum. Oh my god! So there's a froth in me dragon. Ada, I hope that answers all your questions. Ada, or maybe the, the true story is uh, Steph and I uh, knew of each other. We had also been on some email chains. Yeah. Um, our biggest link was James. Um, yeah. yeah, and Steph and I finally met at, I think, the, ori- the original Torchies yeah. Tacos, and uh, that was the first time we met. She was very scary then, mm-hmm. and then uh, James had a lunch at Easy's, mm-hmm. which doesn't exist anymore, and she came in like like a like a like a tornado mixed with a hurricane. Uh, <laughs> That's a tornado cane. A tornado cane. A tornado. And she basically Ooh, started a that movie. It was a tornado. There's your movie. Tornado. Yeah. Stephanie. Your movie. Stephanie's mom. <laughs> uh, uh, and she came in throwing around some chairs. Yep. And then she sat down, and I said something to Chris, and I, I don't even know what I was talking about, but I was like, "Yeah, can you hear me? That black fork." And Steph was like, "Why is it got to be black, Rachel?" And I was like, "Holy fuck! I don't know you, you weird, evil, well, mean and that person." Was me, I think I, that was me meeting Chris for the first time too, right? Not not our not yeah. our patron Chris, Black Chris. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. We, he was always Black Chris, even though he was the only. Chris. He was the only Chris. Yeah, we just he was um, Black Chris. He was like, "Hi, nice to meet you," and I was like, Rah! And he was like, "Ooh, yeah." And then I mean, but your your relationship with him got worse when you uh, ate his day old pizza that had been sitting on a coffee table. Then you punched his punching bag, and it almost went through the TV. Almost, but then I did him a favor by stealing the punching bag and taking that thing home. Yeah, you know? that's the only time I've ever seen him mad in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Seinfeld character? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're awful. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to I used to be a bit a bit more crazy than I am now. I've I've mellowed out a bit. And and Chris and I are just fine. We're very black. You're crazy black Joe Davola. That's who yeah. you are. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's some stories from the the first few months that we we met. Ooh, uh, yeah, Whew. we've had some times. Ada, yeah. thank you for bringing all that up. I now need therapy again. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> well, we Ada, still... that that email was 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, though, not all of that 20 minutes was dedicated to answering uh, Ada's oh, question. No, no, almost none of it. Almost none of it. Well, and and Zach, of course, created our uh, opening theme song. It almost was a, a placeholder initially. You were like, I wanted to add this, this, and this, but you couldn't. And I was like, yep. 
dude, this is perfect. This is great. There is no name. Yeah. I feel like it's just called no. like it's, the life. It's Shazmataz. Shazmataz. That's yep. a l- okay. There you go. Were you going to like add some like train whistles and uh, some slide whistles? Uh, I, you know, I did want to make it a little more uh, dynamic. Cello, I wanted I, more strings. I, I did. I wanted to, to make it more stringy, you but still can, um, I still can. And, and I feel like as the show evolves, the theme will uh, evolve. Yeah. Well, you know, and I feel like it'd be fun down the line. We can just like kind of change it up every once in a while, make it kind of old timey, speed it up, slow it yeah. down, make it a, a That's rap. So this brings me real quick before we segue into the Uh show finally i want to do those things i still have a day job so for all three of us do so for us to make this show just the most awesome it could be for you guys i mean you you could give to patreon we're not really going to ask for that right now because times is tough and that would help we love you for it but i think what's going to help now you know right now when people can't really give as much is you go to iTunes mm-hmm. uh, you give us the five stars you give us the comment the like the share the whatever you can do to help us build this thing so we can keep bringing smiles to you and bringing smiles to ourselves and being satisfied with the work we do we're or satisfied with it so as anger. is yeah Well, and the five stars are great, plus putting a comment, like leaving a review. Like, it doesn't have to be a whole lot of words. Just say, please, in the subject line, and then in the comment, say, bring back Billy. Bring back Billy. Bring back Billy. And we're going to return him with all nine fingers and all eight toes. Yep, that he came with. Because it's been a a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. so... Also, if you would like to email us, email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. Be like Ada. If you want to. Ada's awesome. She is a patron and an emailer and a, and a friend. First and, and a foremost. co-host. And a co-host. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Give us a call. Give us a call at 1-800-LIFELINE. You won't get a hold of us Still if works. you call that number. Uh, you will. I cannot wait until the people that actually own that number find us and sue us. It's going to be the best. That's the spirit, Zach. That is the That's spirit. The spirit. Speaking of spirit, God, we finally <laughs> did it. An hour in and we finally did it. Zach. Would you yeah, like to yes. know the name of tonight's movie? Would you like to guess the name of tonight's movie? Indeed, I would. Give it a shot. What do you think that's called? Christmas on the Murder Train. Wow, no. I wish that were a movie. By oh. Jagatha Misty. So it's like Murder on the Orient <laughs> Express. But it's, but it's a Christmas, Christmas train. train. It's, it's Murder on the Orient Express mixed with the Christmas Express movie. That weird oh, Tom Polar Hanks. Express. That weird it's, animated. It's like those. Yeah. It's like those, except it's like it's done by Quentin Tarantino's Ooh, so hot, gardener. High, oh, okay. Low death count then. All right. Yeah. Because he's a very good gardener. Nothing dies in that he garden. He is. He is. Not a great photographer. Tonight's movie is called The Spirit of Christmas. We said spirit like 18 times, so I was hoping... Yeah, I'm not really sure how you missed that. Yeah. Right. There's, there's spirits on the train. Oh, because... It's meta. Oh, is it meta? Is <laughs> I it got, meta? I don't know. I still don't know. 48 episodes in or seven no, or whatever. No, there was one time that we actually had something that was meta. Yeah. And I and thought... I got it? No. Did I understand no. it? That's what I'm saying. I thought, I've I thought never understood you had finally it. learned your lesson, and <laughs> no. it's just gotten worse, I think, honestly. <laughs> you know, someday it's going to be meta, and all your dreams will come true. But not today. So, wait. It's called Spirit... It's called the Spirit? Spirit of Christmas. And I want you to tell me what you think this movie's about, based solely on the title. So, 
A lot of people don't realize this. Mm-hmm. It's always good when it starts off that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all start off that way. <laughs> but in Dickens' classic tale, mm-hmm. there was a fifth spirit. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to visit old Jacob Marley, Ebenezer, Spirit yeah. of Christmas Past, Spirit of Christmas Present, Present Spirit of Christmas Future, spirit, right. and then this guy. And the spirit of the Christmas party. Whoa! Right? I like where it's going. Um, but here, here's the thing. Dickens. So here's the thing about Dickens. <laughs> you to Dickens, remind yourself what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I was almost said Lewis Carroll for some reason. He can I'm, be there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my uh, awful times in London writers mixed Put up. C.S. Lewis in there. Uh, yeah, why not? I, um, yeah. Anyway, a lot of people, you know, Dickens was a wasn't a great guy. No. Like constantly cheated on his mm-hmm. wife and was was super super drunk and he basically. <laughs> wrote this uh, character in he was the spirit of the Christmas party. But they've jazzed it up and they've moved it to modern times. All right. Right? So imagine, if you will, the Dickens story actually happened. Yeah. Like, that was real. That happened. It was verified scientifically. Yeah. Right? We're talking well, about a Christmas carol? Hitchens. Yeah. Hitchens verified Hitch- Dickens. Yes. Yes. So all the spirits, they got to go because they did their job and they got to go to hell or whatever it is they, they were going to go. They got to go to right? hell. Okay. They, well, they're stuck on <laughs> earth. And then, the, the yeah, they got to go either hell or yeah. heaven or die. I don't know. But this spirit, he's now stuck on earth, mm, right? The fifth one, right. Okay. And so he goes to different office Christmas parties. And let's say, oh, just for an example, me. I get twisted, sloppy, stupid, embarrassingly wasted at Christmas mm-hmm. parties. I'm known around the world for this. And it's because of this demon spirit. He inhabits people at their Christmas parties and makes them do embarrassing things like drink mystery liquor mm-hmm. or oh, sounds familiar. Uh, ask employees, spouses for cocaine, you know, fun Christmas yeah. stuff. Uh, and Matthew Broderick plays... The person that gets all fucked up at the Christmas party is Tom Timmons. Oh, Tom Timmons. Okay. Tommen. Tom Timmons. Tom Timmons. Tommen. And the Christmas spirit is played by James Earl Jones, dressed in his Darth Vader costume. He he wasn't ever actually. Okay. In another costume that looks like a spirit. Wow. So he got hot. Like all right? these layers, yeah. all these layers. He's very old too. And uh, <laughs> this, 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 this was directed by Clint Eastwood. Okay, he's old. Of course, uh, they spent they spent a lot of money. Lifetime spent a ton, a ton yeah. of money. There's a lot of CGI, a lot of CGI vomit. Matthew Broderick vomits a lot. He actually does accidentally murder somebody uh, when he drove home. He does. He drove yeah. home, and he didn't learn that. his and lesson. Yeah, he didn't learn his lesson. And then him and the party Christmas spirit. Uh, get to go to heaven because they're Mormons, and that's who gets in. Oh. A lot of people don't Good know that. Know. <laughs> and roll credits. All right. I guess, right? Sure. Not really sure I understood the plot for it, <laughs> or if there was it's a, a plot. It's a coming of age story. <laughs> it's an impressionist okay, okay. movie. <laughs> yes. It's an impressionist movie. I get the impression. It's, it's bad. bad. It's, <laughs> it's the jazz of movies. <laughs> Free jazz. Free, free jazz. <laughs> wow. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the first time ever I'd rather watch the movie that we're actually supposed to watch. <laughs> Matthew Broderick is no, really good him. in Does this. Does he sing? Does he sing at all? Because twice, but it's not good. Mm. It's it's office karaoke, and his dick is out. Oh Jesus! Does yeah. uh, who is he married? Not Elizabeth Shue. Who's he? Uh, Jennifer. Uh, in the movie, uh, it is Elizabeth Shue. Okay. Okay. Carrie Bradshaw. That's weird you what said that. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Thank you. Sarah Jessica Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw's <laughs> trans son. I'm going to pee my I don't know why that's funny. I'm laughing at you laughing. <laughs> okay. All right. Um... <laughs> Here's the real summary. (laughs) You wanted this. You told me to get high. That's my that's my high blood pressure. Okay. That's my high blood pressure. There's a bald man in this movie. Hell yeah. Is there? Uh, There's a picture of this actor. It's bald. We honestly resemble each other. Except he doesn't look like that. That's just his IMDb photo. He has a strong nose. Shit! What happened to that guy? Yeah, he's not bald oh in the movie. That's just his God. Photo. He should. Oh, he should never look Harry, like that again. Ah, that's, that's even worse. That's actually oh. worse. Yeah. He's kind of baby faced. <laughs> he looks in like that. he's okay. wearing. Yeah, he looks like he baby faced. Uh, I mean, er, stop. It... He's not even the main <laughs> okay. character. Okay, sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Here's the real summary. You fucking weirdo. Emotionally frigid attorney Kate Jordan reluctantly accepts an end-of-the-year assignment to get a reputedly haunted inn appraised and sold in only three weeks. When she arrives for the task, she meets Daniel, the resident ghost, who, for the past 95 years, inexplicably returns to life each December during the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, Put a pin in that, because i got to talk about the 12 days of Christmas in a moment. Kate has only one logical recourse for their mutual benefit, break the curse that binds him, but falling for a man almost a century her senior isn't among her plans. Does she fuck a ghost? No. Not in the movie, no. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. I cannot say so they fuck. There's no fucking in this movie. However, the 12 days of Christmas, I looked it up. The 12 days of Christmas... It's the span of time between when Jesus was apparently born and the Magi come to visit him. So they say it's the 25th of December through whatever 12 days after that is, January something. So many people think the 12 days of Christmas are the 12 days that lead up to Christmas, which is what... I always did. Yeah, I did too, until today. Yeah. Well, that's because why would your true love be getting a shit after Christmas, you lazy fuck? I have no idea. Yet I still make fun of mistletoe and menorahs. And I'm like, Christianity? What? I mean, Judaism makes more sense than Christianity. Well, yeah, they don't have a bunch of fucking magic-ass zombies and shit (laughs) going on. Exactly. It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee, I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude.
Jingle, 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 jingle. It is Christmas. Hey, everybody. So, we're gonna pee for Christmas. Pee, pee, pee for Christmas. You and me, and he and he, we're all gonna pee for Christmas. Hey everybody out there in Radio Land, I'm Zach with LifelinePodcast at gmail.com, reminding you to make sure that you, two, three, four, pee for Christmas, make sure you evacuate your entire urinary tract so you don't get an upper urinary infection. Hey, I'm interluding right now. Are you guys enjoying it? I hope so. It's a little break in the show. Uh, Literally just for piss, I think. I have fun doing it. I hope you have fun listening to it. Uh, I think everyone needs to pee. Everyone needs a break. You know, if you're sitting there now and you're like, I, God damn it, I need a break. We'll take a break. Take a piss. Take an interlude. Here's the thing. The interlude is an analogy for life. There are times where you just like, I'm going to go take a piss. And maybe during the piss, I'm going to think about fucking nonsense. Utter goddamn nonsense. I love nonsense. I live off nonsense. Because uh, it can really take you to a place of total emptiness, right? And I don't mean empty in the Western way. I mean empty in the Eastern way. You want to be a vessel for the spirit of Christmas, I guess, or what the fuck ever. So empty yourself with nonsense while you're taking a piss and then go back to your desk and clack, clack, click, clack, click, clack, click, clack away your life until you get to go home. And, uh, you know, just... Do you, boo? Be happy, be in love, and take a piss. Go piss. Go right now. Don't pee in your pants unless you want to or you have to. It's up to you. Everybody, live your life. This, All right. This may have been interlude the best over. interlude ever, and I can't wait to hear it. Maybe. I mean, if you're encouraging people it's, it's, to piss their pants, it's, it's very piss centric. Well, that's unlike us. Usually we talk about shit. Mm hmm. We're mm-hmm. the Fecophilia Podcast. Ugh. <laughs> Is that the... It's kind of a cool name. We are Fecophilia lo- Wine. Well, wine. Fe- for, for a band. Mm. Sweatpants Secrets opening up for Fecophilia. Whoa, that is a gross audience. Sounds- I'm telling you right now, that is a gross audience. People have terrible taste. Yeah. So she at least tried to see this ghost dick, right? Yeah, they're... Not uh, in the movie. There's a... Apparently they fall in love. Spoiler alert. How do you fall in love in 12 days? Like, who gives a shit about Without somebody? seeing their dick. Without seeing their dick. So we've got uh, Kate. She's the estate lawyer. She's played by Jen Lilly. She's, uh, she's in Days of Our Lives, and she's in some other Christmas movies like Mingle All the Way and USS Christmas. Mingle. Yeah. And what was the second and one? USS Christmas. So I guess it's like naval Mil- Military. Yeah, or just on yeah. a ship. Naval. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's about belly buttons. Yeah. 
she's an, she's an estate lawyer. Her career has always come first. And let me tell you out there, there's nothing wrong with that. If you ever find yourself in a relationship with someone who asks you to place them above your career or your children or your pets or your podcast, anything that you love and prioritize, dump them. Unless that's what no, you want. No, I don't agree with that at all. Look, there is nothing in this world that means more than relationships with other human beings. There's no money or job or career or anything because at the end of your life, nobody's ever like, man, I really wish I'd worked a lot more or I wish I'd bought more things. Most people at the end of their life, if they have regrets, it's going to be about the people that they didn't spend time with. I don't work to buy things. I work because it fulfills me. It's my career. Yeah, but nobody like ever like is at the end of their life like man i sure wish i had worked more in my well, life okay i'm just saying if it's if it doesn't feel right to you if someone's asking you to prioritize something that you don't want to prioritize or that if they're asking you to back burner something that you don't want to back burner then then don't right. do it like, that's what i mean like if they're asking you whatever you feels right to, to you. prioritize anal sex over vaginal sex and that doesn't Oof. feel right don't do it especially do in it. that order I mean, yeah, I'm especially say, anal after vaginal, yeah. but not the other you, way around. You want to be in love with the person. Not about the anal. That's fine. You don't have to be in love Definitely. with them. I'm talking about if you're going to sacrifice a part of yourself, mm-hmm. make sure that you really love this person. Don't do it for like a three-monther. Yeah, you know what I mean? no. yeah, anybody who really cares about and you really loves you wouldn't ask you to prioritize them over anything oh, absolutely in your life. absolutely they would. Well, they oh, will. They should. James! But... You're not with him anymore. Right, because he wouldn't prioritize me over anything else. And it made me feel like a shitty-ass person. But but you weren't meant to be together. I mean, like... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would never encourage anybody to treat someone like that. Because you should prioritize your uh, loved... Your... Like Zach said, if they truly... If you you truly love them. If it works with your plan. What I'm talking about is if you meet somebody and... They're like, you need to put you need to put me first. You need to put me in front of this stuff. And it doesn't feel right to you. Nobody should ever be together if it's if neither person is fully happy or if somebody is being asked to give too much. I mean, it's all relationships are all about compatibility. So this was relationship advice corner with Lifeline. <laughs> and then the, the there's Daniel Jacob Forsyth, who is the the ghost that we encounter. Uh, he's played by Thomas Boudouin. He's uh, he was in a couple episodes of Shameless, uh, Rach. So a character named Lorne. Again, they don't give the last name. So I don't. It doesn't. Say, I don't know what season he was in. Let me see. So Daniel the Ghost was originally live in 1919, 1920-ish. He owned the Holly Grove Inn, which is the estate that Kate is uh, trying to get uh, appraised and sell. He owned it with his brother Charles. They inherited it after their parents died. A woman named Lily moved to town. She and Daniel fall in love, but the inn starts to hit hard times. And so Daniel's cousin, Harry, suggests start rum running. This is the time of prohibition uh, to make some extra money. And so hell yeah. Yeah. So he goes to Montreal for this rum running as he's returning from from Montreal on Christmas Eve to be reunited with his love, Lily. He sees her on the front porch of the inn, sees her embrace his brother. And then suddenly Daniel's hit in the head from behind and he dies. Uh, 
What? And it's before yeah. he or the audience can see the assailant. So this murder is apparently the reason for his curse. So Rotten Tomatoes score 61%. There's no critic score. That's audience. Mm. 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, but 4.8 out of 5 on Amazon. And so, Rachel, what is your hot take on this film, The Spirit of Christmas? Rachel's hot take. Well, it was dumb. Um, <laughs> but it, it wasn't the worst we've seen, for sure. Uh, I personally think the guy... Uh, I'm going to metaphorically clamp Ray's ears shut. I think the guy's, like, super hot. Um, The ghost guy. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of people said so. I, I, I didn't... I warmed up to him eventually. I didn't think he was hot at first, but... He looks like a I mean, hipster. I would have thought he, like, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, I guess now that you say that. Because I no, kind of thought he, he was your type. He looks like goddamn Henry Cavill. And, you know, I'm a I'm a pretty straight guy, but Henry Cavill's the model of what all men should look like, so. Yeah. He was a pretty good-looking guy. Um, I mean, he was no Ray, but uh, who is, honestly? Just Ray. Uh, just Ray. Thank goodness for that. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't the worst, but you know, this was really the the very like Disney like theme of I don't know you, but somehow we have this deep connection, and I'm going to change my entire life. Maybe kind of akin to like what you were saying, except that these people literally don't know each other. Yeah. And I mean, I like the idea of true love and love at first sight and all that. But yeah, I mean, really overall, there was some cute character development. It, but I would say that it's definitely not love, actually. But, you know, there's moments that if I could love love, actually, I could be slightly friendly towards this movie. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I would give it probably two and a half buzz balls mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the worst. Not the greatest. It was no love, actually. But, uh, you know, it was it was cutesy. And yeah. uh, I didn't like the main character at all. I didn't at first. I didn't like either of them at first, honestly. I had no... I liked him. Yeah, I liked him, I but, I... but... Oh, sorry, no, I mean to cut you off, but I will... But I would like to say that I also had a hard time believing that a woman who was so career-oriented and so independent would fall for a sexist bastard. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because he makes... There's that... I mean, you know, he's 95 years older than she yeah. is. Um, but he's... So... He's in his 30s or whatever. They're the same. Yeah, his but, but, you know... know. Yeah, but his yeah, he lived ninety five. He was murdered ninety five right. years before yeah. he met her. So he's he's literally of another time. You know, it's like yes, yeah, yeah. And so there's just that one there's scene where he he meets you know a, a towns lady, and she says something about you know bartending, and he's like, I'm the best bartender. And then after she's gone, he's you know setting up his bar, and he was like, a challenge from a woman. <laughs> Oh, see, I thought he felt, like, energized by that. He felt, like, challenged. I think he said no less by a woman. Yeah. Well, I think that was his bravado, I felt. Because he was angry and annoyed. He wanted everybody out of the inn. But then he's brought this challenge, and he's, like, given some functionality. And so I think he's actually, he he's, it's the first time he actually seems into something since you meet what him. What do you think he did every year by himself? Because, like you said, he, when he is to arrive, I Everybody mean, is to evacuate right. the end. They shut down the end these during these yeah, twelve days. Yeah. yeah, and he's all by himself there, all lonely and morose. You know what and, he's, but he's doing? That's what he does. He he's ghost jacking. He's ghost jacking. But, but like, he, he's he, fixing tires. Yep. 
Like jacking up cars and fixing the tires. Yeah, that's and cool. And masturbating underneath the cars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you have any tropes, Rach? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I scared Brixton when I screamed, Orange Juice! Halfway through the movie, uh, Orange Juice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brixton was sitting next to me and was like, what the fuck? And I was like, Brixton, it's the, Orange it's Juice. It's the first Orange Juice in like three episodes. I got a heart-conditioned bitch. Yeah, he's like, I'm <laughs> And they just fell off the couch, half dead. But uh, coming, no. Elizabeth. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what did you say? I'm coming, Elizabeth. Uh, uh, Samson and Son. Sanford and Son. Sanford. Oh, never said that. Samson and Son. That's uh, edit that, that was... out, please. So. <laughs> uh, it was not filmed in Canada, which at first I thought it was. Really? It was filmed I, in Massachusetts. It was uh, actually yeah. filmed in Massachusetts. And okay, uh, which is pretty close to it's Montreal. Basically Montreal. But the uh, but the the lead a- the lead actor who plays Daniel uh, Thomas Boudouin is French Canadian, and so he yeah. sa- and a couple of the actors are Canadian, so it comes out in in the words. And they talk about Canada. Well, because he, he goes to Montreal for for run running. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was some other trope hmm. that I had in mind. Um, um, oh, dis- <laughs> disbelieving police. Oh, the sheriff. Yeah, the yeah, chef, the disbelieving police. Which is forgivable, I'm going to forgive Reasonable for in this movie, but, but, yeah. it, but I just it noticed fits. it because it's a common You're thing. Right. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, good call. Yeah, because when she first checks in, because she's there to uh, to get the get the property assessed, and uh, she needs to sell this in, th- in three weeks, and uh, she shows up and checks in, and she meets the manager, Walter, and he says, yeah, we normally are shut down 12, these 12 days of December. It's tradition, which we find out later. That's because that's when Daniel is back. We're going to get into that in a second. Cause yeah, I, his, the way that, that. The, the way that he says it's tradition, like she'll ask, she asks, so like, why do you, this seems like a very popular time for you. Why would you shut down? And he says it in a very kind of foreshadowing way. Yeah. It's, you know, very mysterious, cryptic. Mm. It's tradition. And um, so they keep sending appraisers out there. Yeah. And appraisers keep, like, running away because of the ghost. And they're like, no, I can't do this. This is, you know, I got the impression that they were having encounters with the ghost. Yeah. And they were terrified. And so they kept leaving. But he didn't come around until a very specific date. And... What was he doing right. to scare these people? He looked like a real well, remember, human. There's a s- yeah, he's just like a handsome guy walking yeah. around in 1920s but remember that clothes. There's a second ghost that shows up later that we find out about. Yeah, what? So, yeah, but I'm, you think it's that because I got the I'm impression guessing. it was supposed to be Daniel. I'm guessing but too, but when, yeah, but then again, when Kate shows up, she shows up on the 13th, which is the start. So, or maybe no, it's the 12th. I don't 12th, know. 12th. So, yeah, yeah so, she shows up the evening yeah, of the 12th so or the maybe afternoon. he finds out about the ghost, or maybe because of the other. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I Who knows? Know about that. Who knows? There are there are some holes. Yeah, there are a couple holes. Um, before we get into the ghost logistics, I want to talk about the opening scene because I loved it so much. It's the best breakup scene I've ever seen. So this is where we get some insight into Kate's dating life. It opens with her and a young man. They're at dinner drinking wine. He takes her hand and she's apprehensive, and he says, you're beautiful and smart, and I know somewhere deep inside of you there is a woman capable of great love, but I don't bring that out in you, and I never will. 
you've got this great job and you're really good at it. You're never going to make me a priority. And she gets so relieved when he says this. She's like, no, you aren't. That's, oh my God. I, I'm so glad, you know, I was worried that you're about to propose. She's just so relieved that he's breaking up with her. And she says, and you're also tired of dating someone who hasn't learned how to love. And he's like, I never said that. And she said, yeah, but I've had boyfriends who have told me that, you know? Yeah. I I thought it was really cute and it was pretty insightful. That's like I said, one thing I did like about this, this movie is I thought there was decent character development and, uh, involvement, evolvement, evolvingness, evolvingness. Also, like that first guy, she oh, was too good for she him. Was way anyway. too good like, for him. Yeah, like what was up with his looks? His looks weren't good, but not in like a like a bad way where you feel bad about making fun of his looks. Like in a bad way that you feel good about making fun of how bad he looks. <laughs> yeah, it's funny just seeing the relief come over her face when she realizes that he's breaking up with her. She talks about these boyfriends that she used to have that told her. You know, oh, you just, uh, you were like my sometimes girl, which was kind of cute when he called me that and until it wasn't cute anymore. Oh, I think it was Phantom Girl. Phantom Girl. Phantom that's Girl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes girl sounds like a booty call. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Phantom Girl sounds like a girlfriend who's never there because yeah. she's right, working. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, yeah, she just never found anybody who was worth dedicating any time to. Yeah. I can, you know, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so... The logistics of this haunting slash curse. I'm going to break this down. So Daniel's a ghost. But from December 13th to the 24th, he's not a ghost, but he can still disappear and reappear like a ghost does. From what the movie tells us, for 353 days a year, he just exists in, like, a purgatory and nothingness. I mean, he kind of, she asked him about it, and he's like, it's like a nightmare that I just can't wake up from. That sounds terrible. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, like, but it doesn't go into any further detail than that. Yeah. Yeah, they want to keep it a Christmas movie, not a fucking, not uh, um, Event Horizon, you know? He he proves (laughs) this to her by showing her that he cannot leave the property. So he crosses the property line, and he disappears, and then he's, I guess, transported back into the house. It's just really bizarre because during these 12 days, he is technically a ghost because the sheriff, we were talking about earlier when she shows up and she calls the sheriff the disbelieving police force. The sheriff shows up because she has just checked in and she uh, she runs into, I don't know if she runs into him or think like doors are opening and closing. No, it's uh, it's at night, remember? Right. she She's trying to go to sleep and he, he basically wakes her up at night and screams, you're a trespasser. Right. And then she like, and then she gets hit in the head by a vase that falls down. Well, she bumps into like a bookcase and the vase falls on her. Yeah. And she's, she wakes up, I guess the next morning on a couch with a blanket covering her and Daniel the ghost is playing piano. But he wants her to leave. He's It kind of has that dynamic that we talked about last week where the romantic interests butt heads at first. You know, I I initially was not into Daniel or Kate, either of them. And I don't know, I don't know what happened because partway through I was like, oh gosh, she's really pretty. Okay, he's all right. Like he's not, he's not bad. Like he's stilted at first, kind of wooden at times and a lot of that yeah. is the dialogue like he's got this- it, well and i i assume that it was also supposed to be kind of that he was very closed off right. and you know yeah he's trying to figure out 
why am I still a ghost? Right. He's and he's been doing this for ninety five years. You yeah. know this this weird kind of Groundhog Day curse type thing. Sounds terrible. Yeah. So Kate eventually decides we need to figure out what happened because Daniel doesn't know who murdered him, and we have these kind of flashback scenes of the night that he was murdered and his relationship with Lily, the woman that was his fiance at the time he was murdered, and so. Kate realizes, okay, in order to sell this property, I need to, first of all, get rid of Daniel, help him cross over. So we need to figure out who murdered him. And that way she can help him cross over. And that way somebody can come in, assess the property, and she can sell it, get that promotion, and everything's fine. And everything's happy. Everybody goes back to life as normal, except for Daniel. He goes back to purgatory as normal. Or, and well, he just crosses to... over completely, I think, is hopefully the deal. Oh, or he has to stay alive again. And he's not going to be into some of the new things America's got going kind on. Kind of like that like. sad scene in Austin Powers when Austin Powers has to spend some time alone and he like tries to play a CD on a record player, oh. and that yeah. that whole montage is actually really sad. Yeah, that you're like, sad. oh yeah. yeah, if you wake up 30 years in the future, you're going to be lonely. very disoriented, very lonely, and lonely. Yeah. yeah, that was one thing that did strike me. Like Daniel, I mean, I guess he had been back enough to be exposed to certain things. Mm-hmm. That they weren't completely like, what the fuck? And he did call cell phones like your special... Special devices or something. Special, yeah, yeah, something like that. But I was like, Daniel doesn't really seem to be phased by a whole lot. Yeah. Because this is what this is like the first time he's had a serious interloper and in who knows how long. Right. And, you know, it's this, this young, sassy, uh, intelligent... Eyed, uh, giant eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very pretty eyes. A woman who is no nonsense, isn't scared by the fact that he's a ghost, and he's just like, you're annoying to me. Mm -hmm. Like, get out of my house. Like, Right. Yeah, so there's no disorientation with him whatsoever. And I don't know. I would think that if I was dead, but I got to come back for, you know, 12 days every year, and... I got to see some things. I would be, like, really fascinated. I'd be like, that's pretty cool. Show me everything you can. I mean, I guess over the course of years, though, he just kind of gradually learned more and more about things. Because he's, he's friends with Walter, the, the, the guy who runs the inn. Well, they're not friends because she Kate asked Walter, is he always this grumpy? And Walter's like... I don't know. I've hardly ever had any interactions with him. Oh, maybe they them, become like, from, friends during because we see. Yeah, maybe they all be okay. they all become friends. Yeah. I had the feeling that it, they seem to have it because they're playing chess, and there's this cute little side story about Walter and this other woman who lives in the in the neighborhood named Molly. She owns a pub, and her pipes burst at one point. And so she comes. The pub's pies. Right, not her pubs, own pies. Yeah, right, yeah. the pubs. Yeah. Not, yeah. So she, but, her viscera didn't come <laughs> shooting out of her gut. She, she's like recently divorced and she's actually very interested in Walter and he doesn't quite get it. And her brother is the sheriff and the sheriff is talking to Walter. He's like, why don't you ask my sister out? She clearly likes you. You clearly like her. Like he's trying to get them to, to go together. So yeah, Christmas Eve comes around. And so basically up until this point, there is this kind of headbutting between Daniel and Kate. And what I think is cute is there, there are these little bits of humor thrown in here and there. Like when Molly 
comes uh, because her pipes have burst on her pub and she wants to use the bar area in the inn for some, I guess, some party or something that she was supposed to have. I don't remember exactly what it was. The Christmas Eve dance. No, but before that, remember, she's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 they do have that party. Right, whatever that was, where where Daniel's the bartender. Kate makes up a name for him when Molly, when to introduce him to Molly because she doesn't want to say this is the dead Daniel Forsyth. Forsyth, who died, yeah. And Kate makes up a name for him. She's like, oh, this is DJ. And Daniel says, it is absolutely not DJ. Yeah. I thought the timing and just the the delivery and that was really cute. And this is about when I think I started warming up to both Daniel and Kate. And by the end of the movie, I was just like, you guys need to bang. This is great. I love you both. See, I still didn't, because I still like, I look at these and I'm like, you can't develop that level of feeling. Because that's suspension of disbelief. That's what movies are supposed to do. Yeah. And and that's what I said. I mean, like, you know, love actually, I have no problem. This one wasn't that bad. Like, I mean, I still I still rooted for them. However, um, just to kind of jump to the end and do a little bit of a spoiler, and then we'll probably maybe work our way back. Yeah. Lily does come back around. So his, his fiancé and the love of his life does show back up mm-hmm. as a ghost. Because she died what? in the end. Yeah, so she died in so the So it was a double homicide? No, or no, no, she no, died no. of old age so, no. in the end? She, so she was already pregnant with his... With Daniel's. Which, I mean, uh, how scandalous is that? They weren't married. 1920, yeah. They weren't married. But married. Yeah. Oh, and she was shoot. pregnant with his son, but she, once he died, she married his brother one month later yeah. as kind of a cover because, you know. Right. She but was they pregnant. Didn't, they didn't know that. Daniel just finds this out during that time where he's playing bartender for Molly because he yeah. overhears what? it. He hears yeah. that Lily had a baby and uh, that the baby died. And then Lily died. And then died. Lily died. In the end. Like a few days and later. And he hears yeah. this for the first time and he walks out of the room. Yeah, Poor because, guy. because Molly, you know, Molly's there talking about what a romantic inn it is and about its legends and its stories. Yeah. And so she's telling all these stories to Kate. And of course, he, Daniel's standing right there and, you know, he finds all of this out for the first time. Yeah. So he's very distraught. But at so. the end of the movie, Lily comes back to help him discover who the real murderer was. Mm-hmm. And they they solve that mystery. And then him and Lily, well, first of all, Kate falls asleep. They have the Christmas Eve dance, and that's where Lily shows up, is at the Christmas Eve dance. They solve the mystery. It's getting very close to midnight on Christmas Eve, and at midnight, that's when Daniel's going to disappear, yeah. and, you know, Kate's distraught. Kate falls asleep, and there's this voiceover of um, Daniel telling Kate about, this is my Christmas gift to you. I hope that, you know, someday you'll find love again. I know you will, and you're, you know, so amazing, great. But my problem with that scene was Kate fell asleep. Mm -hmm. They're at the end. Kate has a room in the end, and Daniel puts her on the hardest, smallest love seat that he could (laughs) possibly find to sleep the night out. And I was like, why didn't he just carry her up to her room? Why did he find like this? Because he didn't I, want the his I think ghost he knew he was about girlfriend. Because he was supposed yeah. to disappear, I think. I mean, but he literally had at least one minute to run upstairs. Like, Maybe, I don't know how yeah. big this end was. I mean, but he didn't want to spend eternity with his ghost wife being like, so why did you take her upstairs? Well, no, like, God no, damn, this again? No, so he, the, <laughs> the ghost fiance was watching him, like, say goodbye to her. Then he gets up after he says goodbye to Kate. She's asleep. And he gets up and grabs his wife's hand or fiance's hand. And they start to walk to the 
edge of the property where you assume both of them will move on. And he stops and he turns around and looks back at the, the inn and the ghost fiance is like, it's your choice, buddy. You do you. What? And she, That's cool as hell. She, she runs off and disappears. And then it's kind of one of those like ambiguous, like, oh, we don't know what happened. But but we do find out what yeah. happened. This one didn't leave us in a cliffhanger. Yeah. But I was like, that dude was in love with Lily for like God knows how many months or years when he was alive. He spent oh, 95 yeah. years concerning himself with her. And he meets this bitch for 12 days, and he's like, mm, sorry, Lily, yeah. it was fun. Like, I'm That saying, is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of my issue with that. So Yeah, that's what's so weird, is that Christmas Eve dance, they've been falling in love this whole time, but we've also been seeing this mystery told in flashback of who murdered oh. him, and Kate is trying, and Kate and Walter, too, are trying to help him figure out who murdered him, but he never saw it. So he thinks that maybe it had something to do with Conrad, who was his uh, rum runner boss, the mob boss or whatever that he worked for. So it's the Christmas Eve dance in real life in 2015. He's dancing with Kate. They've kissed at this point. This was the first time they kissed right before they start dancing. They're dancing. Then he's standing and just kind of watching. And there's this black glove that holds his hand. That's Lily's ghost. And then suddenly... It's back in 1919 or 1920 on Christmas Eve in the inn when he came home and died, but he's seeing it from being in the actual inn. He's seeing the conversation between Lily and his brother Charles, who she ends up marrying. Suddenly, uh, his cousin Harry is there holding a bloody rock. So it's like, oh, my cousin Harry is the one who murdered me. What? Daniel goes upstairs to chase Harry. Daniel confronts Harry. Kate's there just watching it happen because I guess she can see the ghosts, but nobody else can. All of this time, yeah. people can see motiva- Daniel. What's, I don't, yeah. so, these, and I, like, What's the motivation for the murder? Uh, that, Conrad. That, that uh, Daniel was going to, he was getting out of the rum running game. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, once you're in the game, you're in the it's game. like the mafia. Like, uh, yeah. And he, no, he sure. told Harry, the cousin, you got to kill your cousin. Otherwise, I'm going to murder your baby, Henrietta, who is the old oh, lady God. who ended up dying, which left this in open. To like, no she's one. the oh, one who died. Yeah. So he's like, oh, baby Henrietta. Well, yeah, it comes full circle. Uh, and so Harry's like, I couldn't leave because I'm in purgatory because you've been here this whole time. But yet, ha- Harry couldn't talk to Daniel this entire time, even though he's been haunting the same like, area. Like, they didn't run into yeah, each other. So there's, you, wait, there's three ghosts? You, it's, 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 it's a lot. It's so, so because there's yeah. also, like, this very dark spirit there that, so, like, Kate knows that Daniel's there. Because he's very present. Yeah. But then there's this he's other tangible. kind of dark. Yeah. But there's this other dark force that's like terrifying her yeah. from time to time, like slamming doors, opening doors. And at one point she sees this shadowy figure that just like hisses, get out. Yeah. And oh, so she's scary. like terrified. And they never really explain if that's like Harry or who that is. Yeah. But then, yeah, like Steph says at the end of the movie, Daniel's staying there watching this dance, and as the audience, you can see this black-gloved hand grab his, but then he turns to look, and nobody's there. So the ghost gets ghosted. Well, that was... <laughs> well, that was supposed to be Lily, because... Yeah. Could, yeah. But then... But she's not actually... Like, he even can't see her right there. So but then once they go upstairs... 
everybody materializes and like you said yeah and like you said kate can suddenly see him but literally no one else could see them then daniel says harry i get it i forgive you uh this you know i thought this was a curse the whole time but i guess it's a blessing which i never really understood because i thought he was going to walk with lily and meet his son his His baby baby son who died and he never that none of that ever happened yeah all he said was harry i forgive you you can go on have faith you'll be fine and harry crossed over but Daniel, Which we all know he went to hell. He went to hell, like, we of all course. Know. He yeah, murdered somebody. Absolutely. He murdered his cousin. Yeah, yeah Harry went yeah. But to yeah, hell. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, but then Daniel's still there, so what the heck. So this is, this is the weirdest fucking part. So Kate tells Daniel, look, I will come back next year for those 12 days because I don't care because I love you. He's like, I can only give you 12 days every year. And she's like, that's fine. I mean, that's better than what I've gotten before, you know. What? Yeah, because she doesn't, she. So wait, he doesn't get to come back to like regular life and like live with Kate. Hush, 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 hush. All right, all right. Let Stephanie Grammel tell her stories. (laughs) Okay. I was there that night. (laughs) Yeah. I'm 95 years plus. Right. I killed that son of a I'm bitch. I'm Henrietta. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So she she gives him a Christmas tree for the first time in 95 years, which is another great line where she comes back with the Christmas tree tied to her car. And he's like, there's a fur atop your auto, which I thought was a really great line. <laughs> that cracked me up for some reason. It was super funny. Um, <laughs> that is funny. But she says, look, I'm going to come back every year and I'm going to be here for you no matter what. And he's like, that's great. And then they kiss. They make out. The clock starts striking midnight. This is when Daniel is apparently supposed to go back to, his, to his purgatory, purgatory or where, or wherever he goes. Or supposed to be released because Harry, you know, crossed over. And I guess as they're making out, Kate faints. And Daniel, you hear Daniel in this voiceover talking to her. Oh, she faints? That's, I'm guessing because guess, the next day uh, yeah. she's asleep. But you see these flashbacks of all these scenes from the previous 90 minutes where she meets Daniel and they're like interacting and looking at each other and make, you know, cutie being like flirty yeah. and shit. And he says, this is my Christmas gift to you is you will remember what it's like to be loved and love's going to present itself and it's opportunity and love, love, love. And you'll be ready. You're going to fall in <laughs> Basically, love. he was just reading fortune cookie after fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, he never saw and <laughs> and hey you guys ended up together at the end of eh. and uh <laughs> i ended up with his future girlfriend uh the, um nice i was gonna say are you not still dating my boyfriend because i'm not sure if i like this outcome of that movie yeah no yeah you, you haven't seen the sequel um and <laughs> i guess and so that's when i guess kate faints you know that's when lily shows up and she's like all right let's go and daniel's like okay let's peace out but they approach this property line so He's confused. He's like, do I want to go? And this is that point of the movie, like the end of Casablanca, where Ilsa is like, I want to be with you. And Rick is like, no, you need to get on the plane with your boyfriend. And the the movie is more painful for the audience, but it's the right thing to do. So in this movie, you think, okay, so obviously he's going to go cross over with Lily, his original fiance, the woman he loved, the woman he had a, a, a miscarriage with. Well, I guess the baby was actually born, stillborn. Yeah. I don't know. So Kate wakes up and she's like, oh, cool. Uh, I guess I got to come back next year and, and make out with my ghost boyfriend. But then suddenly she walks outside and and Daniel is running in from the forest in 
First of all, where did he go? Where did he come from? Yeah, that's. I was like, I I took it as maybe it was supposed to be he because there was mention of like the reason that Harry knew where to murder him is because they he was taking a path back from Montreal to their home, mm-hmm. and so. Harry was the only person who t- knew the same path, and they had mentioned at some point that Daniel's body was found dead in the woods. Right there, yeah. So I assumed he must be coming oh. back from where he had been murdered. Okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, yeah. a little bit. It still doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah, because no, it doesn't. here's the deal: he runs up to her. They run. They run up to each other. She sees him. She's like, "Oh my god!" She because she thinks he's gone back into his purgatory. They. She runs. They join. They hug. They kiss. And he says. 12 days isn't long enough. I want more. I want you. And they kiss. What the fucking fuck? So he can just decide to not only break his own curse, but is he human now or is he a ghost? But like part all the time, uh, not just 12 days a year. Can other people I see him? Get, no, I mean, to me, it's simple. He, they, they got the guy, they got Harry. Yeah. He got to make amends or whatever. He got to the, he got the conclusion with Lily. And I think all these ingredients come up with the curse being lifted. And now he gets to live yeah. the rest no, of the life. No, that he's, he as a human yeah, no. Or a ghost. As, yeah. I as, think he's a human. No, as a person. I think he was a person. He gets his life back. That's, wait, who decided that? And what the fuck? God. Uh, oh. God, Jehovah, Yahweh. Yeah. Lord of the Israelites. Are you, are you questioning God? Yes. I am. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I have oh, cool. so well, many questions. Look, he's, first of all, handsome and beautiful people get to come back just to get these kind. They just get these kind of things. They just. You guys know that I'm being on my, handsome. I'm on my pays. third life. Being beautiful pays off. I've been murdered three third times. Third wife. My third life. Don't tell. Ray. I've been murdered. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I still though like he should have gone with Lily because Lily he and him were to. at least. I don't care that he didn't want to. She was kind of boring, gonna be a, honestly. Wait, you don't know that. She was hard. We she saw a lot of her. She was kind of boring. She was like, I'm going to turn this into a library. And he's like, oh, God, we aren't even married Oh, yet. Stephanie hates bitches who read. She's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate books. Are you one of those women? But no, but Lily and him are of the same time. They have the same, probably much similar values and understandings, like. Racists. Sexist. Yeah. You know, all the good old-fashioned, the good times back in the day when life was simple and it was just, you men could hate people. Men were men. Men were yeah. men yeah. and you could hate people without other people hating you Roosters for hating people. Roosters didn't try to lay eggs. Yep. You knew if it was a he right? or a she. You didn't have to ask for proper pronouns. Yeah. So you'd, have to, you'd have to normalize pronouns. And, and if anybody questioned that, we just fucking murdered them. Yeah. Like you should. It, it, was, it was Adam and Tina, not Adam and Eve. Mm. Wait. What? So was Tina the stripper? What? That Tina home. was. She was. But she they were was all the naked stripper. until the fig leaves came around, or the snake. Right. She, she was not. She, she didn't make a lot of money. She was the anti-stripper. She actually covered herself up, which was oh, sexier yeah. that time. Ooh. Yeah. You know how fashion changes. So I have a theory. <laughs> so you know when Kate first first encounters Daniel. I thought you said farts. <laughs> At what first? When Kate, when Kate oh. farts. You, you didn't say forced. There's no there's farts. no farts, unfortunately. I would love to see a lifetime movie with farts. There probably is at least one. At least one. Like a yeah, Farrell. like a cute like a cutesy comedy. Oh, I was thinking more like a like a rom rom com where oh. she has to call her a girlfriend because she fell asleep and then woke herself up. By tooting. And yeah, yeah. and then the guy heard like her. Like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a theory. So when she fir- when she farts meets Daniel, she startled, runs into the bookcase and the vase comes down on her head and knocks her out. All a dream. All a dream. Or or a coma. What? Kirby, go take Full a coma. shit, baby girl. Go on, fatty. 
Yeah, the entire movie, the rest of the movie is just this coma. I mean, and you know, she acts like she is concerned about that at the beginning, and um, which I would be too. I mean, that thing that was a glass vase hits her from really hit her bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that means, but that, that, but still, that means there's a ghost. It would make a lot. It would make there's, a lot more sense because I think about like, yeah. I don't understand the ghost physics. Uh, there's so many. But you know, I think that's. I think that's what the ghosts are. Like we, they are not of our world. We don't. Uh, you know, they don't have to subscribe to the same they laws of physics and logic. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah, but they can't eat a cheeseburger. No, he's, he they is, can't get he's wasted. Dead he loves. He's can, dead red he pit. loves eating. He's eating yeah. constantly. It, they'd say yep. it's a, a sensation thing. It makes him feel kind of more alive. He's constantly wow. eating. Yeah. Well, fuck me. What do I know? I mean, you that would be fucking awesome, okay. though, to be able to just eat and eat and eat, and it literally has no change on you, your know, body. But the, yeah, then, then I would just, just like the whole rest of the year that you're in a waking nightmare. I mean, so. I would just fucking do heroin in those twelve days that I was back. How like like what, yeah. what are you gonna do? Die during this time though? He's not even human. He's still a ghost, but. Walter can see him. Kate can see him. The sheriff couldn't see him. Maybe because he could make no, himself. No, the sheriff. They, they, they could see him. What? But right, but, but he. When, but like you said, he could disappear, which right, was weird. So was, he was. Yeah. He can get horny. We never saw his dick. No, you don't have to. You don't. The dick doesn't necessarily like something about this girl made him horny enough to not go with Lily. Lily. Like you know, he's still he's a ghost, but he's still a dude. So I have to just say though, my favorite my favorite actor in this whole thing was uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, you in danger, girl? That part is that ghost? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like I haven't it. seen ghost. <laughs> I haven't seen ghost oh. in so I like long. You, I just you, you just know who's in it. You're like, oh, yeah. I, I thought you meant Whoopi for her character from Star Trek: Next Generation. Yeah, That's what I was both seeing. of those actually. Yeah, I, both of those. Yeah, and and from uh, Sister Act. Let's not forget that Harvey Keitel was in Sister Act. Can we address this? Yeah. I mean, one of the He's greatest awesome. actors on the planet. Yeah, he plays the guy that wants to yeah. kill. I think he did Bad Lieutenant like a year and a half before that, so he needed to need like to clean up. up these. He's still a I need to light He's still it up a, a bit. There's murder. <laughs> That's the whole point of Sister Act. Is she sees? Yeah, a but it's a funny murder. Sister Act is one of my favorite movies. It's one of my guilty pleasures, honestly. Mm, all yeah. of the medley scenes, oh my god, when they're all singing. I also haven't seen mm. Sister Act in a really Such long a good, time. It's a great movie. It's I'm not gonna... It's great. Let's all watch yeah. Sister Act tonight. I have okay. to be at work at like 7.30, so mm. no. Oh, okay, cool. Then you've got time for Sister Act. Yeah, actually, now that you said that. I mean, yeah. shit. So, now he's... He's a half-ghost, half-man. Okay, that, yeah, do they have uh, ghost is, babies? Kate's... <sighs> Kate's gonna break up with him. That's the thing. Like she's, she's gonna get all busy again. Absolutely. And, and he's like, "Bitch, I stayed alive like, for I you." Got or she's like, "There's gonna be yeah. so many conflicts of they interest each because other for two weeks, not even, yeah. not even." And then she's like this high-powered working woman. She just got a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna get a year and a half in the relationship. She's gonna break up. Oh, she's gonna be like, not, "Look, it, like what? What job skills does he have? He's not going to be able How to have a career. How is he going to have any income? Is he going to maybe work yeah. at the inn? Write a book. He needs you know to write what? a maybe book. Maybe he's a bartender. He's going to be a bartender because he is a bootlegger in his previous life and knows how to make cocktails. He can make a Singapore sling. Yeah, I mean, I just, I really think this is a doomed relationship. I want to see the sequel. This is why, this is why I said he should have gone with Lily because him and Lily could have lived in I don't know whatever afterlife. Yeah, they wouldn't be tangible. But they would be in the afterlife together. 
I, I don't I don't know what happens after we die. I mean, honestly, we don't even know what happens at the end of the movie. Like, we don't know if he is he human. It's not very clear. I take it as he's human. Really? Okay. I I mean. Yeah, because so, he was outside the property. I haven't property. seen it, and that's the way I look at it. He was, he was outside the property when they, like, reconnected. Oh, okay. Like, that, she was yeah, leaving, she would, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like uh, a little mermaid kind of thing, a you know? Mermaid. He's now he's got He's <laughs> got legs now. <laughs> Down things are better. Where it's wetter. Ooh, take it from, take it from so me. Wait. What if they bang, and he's got a small dick, and she's like, I need you to break ah. my hymen. Yeah, see, this is why I don't think this was a good idea. There were too many gambles, and, like, I mean, and these people were too mature to make that. Yeah, like, they're in their you 30s. Make that, you make those bad decisions when you're 19. Right. Not when, not when you're there. When you're and, grown. like, I get, yeah. So there's, there's no way you make that similar mistake. Like, you make that painful choice of, like, you know what? This was a fun, like, ten well, days. But what's, uh, what's funny is that she is ready to commit to seeing him every year for 12 days during that time. She's like, I'm going to come back every year. I'm going to bring you a Christmas tree. Yeah, that's an easy relationship. But then he's like, nope, I'm here forever, babe. Yeah. And he's like, she, yeah, she's like, wait, no, 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 so no, They no, really no, should have no, tried no, it no, out. No, no. That They really should have tried it for the 12 days. I don't days think they, they follow every year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah. what yeah. if, like, I mean, so what now? Like, what if they break up? Is he still human? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, dead Daniel yeah. in Boston. Oh, totally different curse. Yeah, you know like we I mean? gotta really. I mean, how is this guy going to adapt to like? I mean, think about it. this guy has has been transported from. Not, well, actually, no, he'd probably be better equipped because he just got over the Spanish flu, right. so he's actually probably he's thriving in COVID. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. you bitches don't even know. But it's gonna be. It's gonna take him a while until he figures out Twitter. So, uh, yeah. what, what kind of job skills do you have? Um, I can. Uh, I've I've dug many a child's grave mm. uh, due to the Spanish flu. I uh, he did I fight in the a, Great War. I can beat a horse to death. I killed seventeen men in one afternoon in France. Um, that's a that's about it. I'm afraid of computers. He was a rum runner. Uh, um, Oh, yeah, all kinds of illegal activities or things that would be considered barbaric nowadays. I know all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, can I have the job of boss? You can have, boss you can have the Tom? job of boss. He looks like any bartender in downtown Austin, you know? Yeah. He was actually a classy bartender yeah. from downtown like Austin. At, uh, like at, what the, was the place, Whistler's? Eastside Showroom. Or Eastside oh, Showroom, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah both Whistlers, of those are good choices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I miss all those places. Yeah, Whistler's was where the guy, the bar back, was like, I walked in, and he was like, oh, we haven't seen you here in a while. And I was like, uh... The last time I was here, and the only time, was literally 13 months ago. I don't think I am who you think I am. And he was like, no, I know who you are. And I was like... <laughs> How? And what state did you leave that bar? Uh, I'm dead. I've, She's I've, the Daniel I've been dead the this bar. whole time. Yeah. yeah. And she comes back every 13 months for 13 seconds. She is the whistler. Okay, I thought... Somehow I thought this was a real story. No, it was, was a real story. It really I'm was. That, that guy Are really... you a ghost now? No. No, but that guy actually did say that to me. <laughs> 
the guy actually, I had not, I'd been to the bar one other time right. and it was literally. And so like, what I'm saying is you made an impression on him. Like he remembered you oh, from the, the one state, other time from you the were there. Fir- I don't know. What I mean, state were you in I when guess you just left my for him to be like, that's a mess. I don't want to see again. See, that's, if I had left it in a state like that, I would have understood and I would have been like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed because I did that at the Apple Store maybe yesterday. If they ever like are like, "Hey, that's that girl again." You got hammered and got carried out of the Apple Store. For funsies, we'll say yes to that. It, it was definitely <laughs> not that cool. Um, Follow us on social media. <laughs> we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook at Life One Podcast. Email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail Please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, five stars if possible. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye.